0: Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. We're here in Ottawa today to announce that as of this morning, we have formally filed with the Supreme Court of Canada seeking leave for an appeal. Specifically, we're requesting the permission of the Supreme Court to appeal a recent decision by the B.C. Appellate Court that struck down our claims of inadequate compensation for our Afghanistan war wounds. In the absence of a covenant, there is no guarantee of reciprocal care for disabled service personnel. And this creates a fundamental imbalance in the long-standing relationship between Canada and our servicemen and women, which cannot be tolerated. In effect, why would members of our armed forces continue to put their lives on the line for a country which promises them no reciprocal care if they're ill or injured in the line of duty? I would never allow my children to join such an organization, nor given the choice again would I join. The lack of a social covenant and reciprocal care and compensation for Canada's ill, injured and wounded cannot be allowed to persist. This situation is one of serious national importance, which must be resolved by the Supreme Court of Canada.
1: That's quite something. That is a retired major, uh, Mark Campbell, speaking today in Ottawa because he, like many other vets who served our country, defended our freedom and our protection. They feel used. They feel like pawns. So they're fighting back. A group of vets uh, are now suing the federal government and taking their case right to the Supreme Court of Canada, as Mark just said there, as a major just said there. And they're demanding that their full disability pension be reinstated, something that they had until 2006. And they were promised would have it again if they voted liberal. So they did. And now they feel used by this party that campaigned on their backs, but once in power, toss them aside. And they call it despicable, a national disgrace. And when you've got soldiers like that, you've got military people like that, people who risk their lives for us being treated like that, darn right it's going to affect getting other people in. Why would you put your life on the line if your country will not do the basics when you return? Let's bring in Michael Blay. He's a Canadian vets advocacy. He joins us now. And uh, Michael, I'm glad you're able to join us now tonight because we've been talking about this issue. And um, clearly, they're not listening to you in Ottawa.
2: Well, you know, it's very bittersweet for me today, frankly, Alex, because, you know, when the um, <clears throat> court case was struck down at the B.C. level, <clears throat> there was not much room for encouragement there. It seemed pretty bleak, and and to have the uh, the six plaintiffs continue. To take their fight to Ottawa to the Supreme Court of canada it is very encouraging to me as an advocate who's been fighting on this level you know a couple of hours, a couple of years uh, before Equitists came on the scene and it, and i i am i'm grateful to them because I know how much uh, you know stress has been put upon Mark and Aaron and Brian and others who i've met personally in my travels and uh You know, it's very, very, very disappointing, however, that we're even at this level, considering, as you said in your preamble, that the prime minister made a definitive uh, promise to them, to to all the wounded who were disenfranchised on the new veterans charter, and and frankly, to me personally, when we had some pretty intense conversations on this level. And uh, I think we as a veterans community are feeling very betrayed.
1: No doubt. Well, when you get the major, you get a a guy like Major Mark Campbell speaking out and saying, you know, if he had to do it all over again, or maybe if he had a child, uh, he wouldn't let them go over.
2: No, you know, we spoke about this before Christmas, and I said one of our campaigns on the CVA level was to encourage, you know, Canada's best not to join right now, because the consequences could be profound because of the simple fact that the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, failed in the sacred obligation promise that he made to us. And, you know, it's very disappointing on a couple of levels. You know, I mean, the court cases, uh, yes, they're important. Yes, it validates what we've been fighting for. And, yes, it, 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 it may be very well necessary, but it's a damn shame, because at the end of the day, no matter how the Supreme Court rules, you know, yeah. it's going to go over to Parliament and parliament is going to have to craft laws to 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 fulfill that you know and it, it, you know it, it, it's going to take so much time out yeah. you know i mean if the supreme court uh, decides to accept the case and they can only accept the case that's another thing it's not going to be uh, you know adjudicated on the merits of the case but they have to find you know where there was error in law and what has transgressed to date and you know that's very difficult in itself right you know and, but 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 you know as i said you know this decision will be made in parliament and and i've always believed that since 2010 that if we could convince enough parliamentarians to to acknowledge the sacred obligation that you spoke to 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 honor the prime minister's promise uh, equally without discrimination without restrictions that result and exclusion and denial that yes the sacred obligation would be fulfilled and yes it would be a wonderful place for Canada's sons and daughters to to consider as a viable career but right but,
1: but, but, but like nice. you said and i think you point out it is it is years in the making so a lot of people who need this uh, maybe not even they might not even be around by the time you know you get some kind of decision because the court procedure will take forever and it's unfortunate that you have to basically shame lawmakers who um, you know, have ma- on both sides of the aisle who have made these promises and failed. But you know, this issue got really buried right before Christmas because of the whole Aga Khan ethics ruling. Um, on that same day, it was the Minister of Veterans Affairs, Seamus O'Regan, who marched out all these wonderful, fabulous, um, you know, new announcements. And at that time, you were voicing concern, saying this falls way, way short because it doesn't address this very issue. Have you heard anything? From this minister,
2: absolutely not. And that in itself is very uh, disappointing because we have made outreach. We, we, you know, we have attempted to engage. Uh, as a consequence, you know, I've heard there's going to be revisions on who's a stakeholder and who's not in Ottawa. Now, you know, we may very well be removed from a stakeholders position that we have have been on for seven years and, op- and, and acted in good faith. But, but listen. The reality is, is like I said, this is a parliamentary decision, and, and we as Canadians can rally behind the wounded. Yes, we can support the court case, but more importantly, we can fulfill the obligation we have, Alex, and that, you know, if a thousand or ten thousand people actually takes the time, five minutes out of your busy day to write justin, you know, dot Trudeau at parl gc, C, dot C-A, literally. I mean, to have your voice recorded. Because uh, I have noticed that that's the way that this government and the past government works on veterans. And if they think that Canadians are complacent, that they don't care about how their veterans are being treated, if they believe that the headline without substance charade campaign that they're launching at this time and try to fulfill is successful, they're going to abandon us. And we simply cannot let that happen. Just listen to the anger in Mark Campbell's voice and and ask yourself uh, this, you know, um, Many of us seen Master Corporal Paul Franklin, you know, on Remembrance Day. He was uh, co-hosting on CTV there. Two legs lost. Prior to 2006. He gets the lifetime pension that I received. And yet Master, or Major Mark Campbell gets a fifth of it, maybe, maybe less. You know, that, that's not respect. That's not acknowledgment of national sacrifice.
0: And Canadians
2: must understand there is no civilian comparative, not in the police force, not in the fire force. War is trauma. When we send Canada's sons and daughters to an environment that, God willing, we will never, ever experience in Canada, we have to be prepared, be prepared to fully honor their sacrifice and maintain the standards that this country has established for years. Yeah, it's and I, and I,
1: and I agree storm. with you, and I do think that most Canadians do, in fact, feel uh, feel this and are behind you. Michael, I've, I've got to cut it off there. I wish right. I had more time. I love talking to you.
2: I like talking to you as well, Alex. Have Thank a great you. night.
1: Thank you. That is Michael Blay uh, speaking on behalf of the Canadian Veterans Advocacy. And he's darn right. He's absolutely right. It is shameful, shameful how they have been treated.